Hello. <laughs> Sorry, this is a, a later episode, but I um still trying to get back into the swing of things. But this is a, an interesting topic and one that's extremely relevant as of yesterday. Today is Thursday, the 20th of January. Um, okay, so uh, we're going to need a, a bit of context drawn in from a handful of different ideas in order to answer today's topic. Today's topic has to do with something that Biden said yesterday. So if you guys remember the episode about Russia and Ukraine, um, Russia is looking to, I don't know, annex Ukraine. You know, there's, there's trying to figure out exactly what's going on, or everybody is really trying to figure out exactly what's going on. But the, um, it looks like their incentive is they want to reincorporate at least part of Ukraine into Russia again. The U.S. obviously doesn't want that, um, and so there's been a back and forth. You can listen to that episode. Anyway, um, one of the ways that the U.S. tries to deter things like this from happening is monetarily, okay? And so when we think of monetary incentives from the government, and I'll get to the general topic here in a second, but this is good to lead up. So when we think of monetary incentives from the government, typically we think of, you know, just they just give money, right? Um but there's one that's much deeper that much fewer people actually know exists and know you know that it, it plays a, a, a really big role actually and it's called the swift network so the swift network is pretty much so the best way to describe it is it's how banks transfer money with each other but the thing is is that no money actually transfers what swift is is just pretty much a messaging platform for banks to tell each other like i'm going to give you this money so change in your ledger that this amount of money says this right and that's how that's what swift is it's really just a really secure messaging network where different financial organizations can communicate and change their ledgers so that you know the money numbers change everywhere um so that's what SWIFT is. The thing about SWIFT is that it's it's pretty much it's owned by the U.S. government. And as such, it is a huge bargaining tool um, for the U.S. to get what they want, right? Because the U.S., being that they have control over the system that allows people to move money around the world, they can decide you know, who's allowed to be on there and who's not. And it's a huge deal because the U.S. can pretty much decide who gets blocked out from you know financial transactions with the rest rest of the world and so this is something that the u.s has used a ton and obviously the rest of the world gets pretty fed up about it specifically the ones that you know we're not too friendly with a lot of the times which is like russia and china and so i'm going to play a quick audio clip hopefully it comes across while i'm just going to stick it straight in my mic um but this is biden when talking about russia dealing with ukraine so let me push play they make a, if they invade they're gonna they're gonna pay they're not going their banks will not deal in dollars okay so he says they're gonna pay their banks will not deal in dollars we want to that's today's topic what does that mean so obviously he's not mentioning the swift network specifically but if you ask yourself like what what does he mean they won't be able to deal in dollars right like obviously russia could give somebody dollars or take dollars if they wanted right so the only way that I can think of what that means is that they will not be able to trade on the SWIFT network where dollars are passed around, right? The United States has the control over who gets to use dollars because the vast majority of that is done over the SWIFT network, and there's really no widely used other network. It's the only way to move money around. And so I'm assuming that what Biden is talking about is that he's going to, right, their big swinging hammer that they're going to use to try to stop Russia from invading Ukraine is sanctions, economic sanctions, meaning that they can't work on the SWIFT network, okay? 
So why is this important? It's just it's one of the ways that the U.S. has full control over pretty much the world economy. It's it's one of the biggest actually, right? Because all bank transactions work on the SWIFT network. The problem is that the U.S. has had this monopoly on financial transactions for a very long time, and they use it probably too frequently, or maybe they just they just use it enough to the point where people are like, all right, like screw this. This is I don't like this, right? Like. Why does the U.S. have to, you know, have this hegemonic control over money transfer? How do we get out of this? And so the more that the U.S. uses it, the more people feel required or feel an incentive to switch to a different um, network. That's where Russia comes in, all right? So Russia, in 2014, developed one called the SPFS. It stands for the Systems for Transfer of Financial Messages. So SWIFT and the SPS, SPFS are pretty much the same thing. They're just financial transfer messaging apps not apps but uh, messaging programs and so because russia obviously feels has been feeling pressure from the united states for a long time they developed this one and the rest of the world they're like all right like russia has one right but the u.s we do trade with them everybody else uses swift might as well stick with swift well the problem is people are getting just fed up with the u.s for whatever reason to the point where china and this is this is what's really important china Russia and India are all planning on switching to um, the SPFS, or at least using the SPFS. Now, that is a really big deal because as far as the United States kind of control over the financial world, right, they can they can control the world pretty much just deciding who gets to use their SWIFT for, for, uh, for money, right? So they back in like 2017 or so, I think they they sanctioned Iran and the the UN, who already Europe right, they they're on the SWIFT network and they had no problems with Iran. Their their trade with Iran had increased significantly over time. But just the sheer fact that the U.S. decided they didn't like Iran and they weren't going to be able to trade on the SWIFT network made it so that Iran couldn't trade with the UN anymore, right? And so this is a huge. It has huge repercussions when the U.S. decides to use SWIFT, and so people really tiptoe around the United States. This is a big reason for it, okay? Um, so back actually on Christmas, December 25th, there's this guy who is um, – he's like a boots-on-the-ground dude in Russia. He's an investigative uh, re reporter, and he said exclusive. I'm going to read this tweet that he put out. The top geopolitical game changer of early 2022 will be announced on Putin's visit to the Beijing Winter Olympics, a possible Eurasian RIC pact, Russia, India, and China, a strategic focus on trade and or bypassing SWIFT. Lavrov is personally preparing the visit. Lavrov is, I think, their finance minister or something. So anyways – so on Christmas, this guy was already talking about how China, India, and Russia are planning on getting off the SWIFT network, which is crazy because India is one of our closest allies, especially on the eastern side of the world, right? And for them to be so just fed up with the United States, right, and just so eager to trade easily with China and Russia that they're willing to overthrow one of the biggest bargaining chips that the United States has over Russia and India and participate in that network is just mind-blowing, right? Things are obviously changing. And this is one of probably the most underground but underrated aspects of things that are are, are now different. Um, and so he's, he's talking about this happening or being announced during the Beijing Winter Olympics, okay? Um, the U.S., uh, I think a month or so ago, announced that they will not be going to the Beijing Winter Olympics. I think they cited, like... Um, uh, 
what is it, the, the treatment of the Uyghurs or something like that for reasons, right? If I'm totally honest, this is probably a bigger reason for not going in terms of like they're, you know, being this is pretty much they're going to be slapped in the face. And so I'm assuming that they knew that this is coming. They knew that it's going to be announced at the Beijing Winter Olympics and they didn't want to be embarrassed there. Right. So they probably pulled out knowing that this is coming, knowing they can't stop it. Right. And deciding that they didn't want to be there for this. And, you know, have Biden sitting in the background while Putin comes up and says this thing. Right. And he just kind of has to sit there and take it. Um, obviously, that's all speculation. But I think that that that's a bigger deal to the administration than um, the Uyghurs. It's, it doesn't seem like they care much about the Uyghurs in a lot of ways. They just talk about it sometimes. Um, so anyways, this is gonna this is a shorter episode. But in summary, the Ukraine issue and what we listened to with Biden about the Russia not being able to deal in dollars is likely referring to SWIFT. This is probably becoming, this is becoming more and more of an empty threat as time goes on as the U.S. exercises this more and people decide that they don't want to deal with SWIFT anymore and then they move to Russia's, right? They move to Russia's SPFS and as, you know, as people move over, this will become less and less of a, of a kind of a, a hammer for the U.S. to swing. And it also notes just the decline in America's ability to control the world, right? And decline in America, um really running things, right? And just the fact that India is siding with Russia and China should be a huge indicator to us in kind of the way things are going and how we should view the future of geopolitics, right? With the U.S. having much less of a say in the way that different countries interact with one another. All right. So that is a quick episode, actually. And I hope it was interesting. Um, (laughs) If it was interesting, uh, go ahead and share. That's always fun. But I'm definitely doing this just to to help the people who listen to understand better. So thank you and have a great day. Bye.